Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to Coffee with Craig, where we talk about all things firearms, firearms-related, politics, culture, movies, media, you name it, we're talking about it, Second Amendment and Second Amendment-related. So please take a moment, like, and share this video program so your friends can join in the conversation, whether you're watching us on YouTube or Facebook or whether you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Apple iTunes, or Google Podcasts. Please remember to tell your friends about the Firearms Policy Coalition and Coffee with Craig. Also, remember to go to fpcgear.com. That's fpcgear.com. You guys already know it's Christmas time, and this is the spot to go to find all sorts of cool cool 2A gear to help let people know that you support the Second Amendment. You can also buy it for them. Who knows? Uh, we've got T-shirts. We've got coffee mugs. We've got hoodies. We've got all sorts of different assorted items in order for you to once again show your support for the Second Amendment and look good doing it. And all you need to do is go to fpcgear.com. It's fpcgear.com. Know that every dollar that you spend there will go right back into the fight for our right to keep and pair arms. That's fpcgear.com. All right, let's get right into it today, shall we? Uh, clearly, the the midterm elections uh, have gotten the anti-gun community well, it's got them awfully excited. For some reason, they seem to think that now is the time for them to just go hog wild crazy when it comes to anti-gun legislation. Now, we've already talked to you about what's going on in the state of New York. We've already talked about uh, how now uh, Andrew Cuomo is now frothing at the mouth with, the exci- with excitement about all of the anti-gun legislation that, we, that he can push. We've already talked about the fact that uh, there's a bill already that they want to, that they have out there where they want to go and they want to get your social media passwords. They're going to get the logins to all of your all of your uh, websites, all the websites, your search engines, so that they can go and check your search history and basically deny you from owning a firearm because, well, they don't like the things that you search for on on Google or they don't like maybe you said a wrong comment or they don't like the terms that you use on Facebook. Uh, They want to make sure that you will then, in fact, lose your gun rights. Well, there's a new idea. And this idea is, uh, well, it's being put forth by someone who we're kind of familiar with. Uh, His name is Senator Kevin Parker. He is the same exact Kevin Parker that that introduced the bill dealing with social media. And, you know, basically... You give, taking away your First Amendment rights uh, so that they can then take away your Second Amendment rights. Go figure. Uh, so needless to say, uh, this legislation is basically coming from the same exact place. And here's exactly what the bill will do. It would require individuals to purchase a $1 million liability policy in order to have a, or in order to have a gun permit in the state of New York. Now, if you, if you want a permit then you're going to have to buy the policy. If you have a permit, you're going to have to get the policy in order to be able to renew or keep your permit. Um, Now, here's what, uh, here's a real uh, analysis, here's a quick analysis of what, here's what some analysts are saying about this, about this idea. This is a ban on firearms. Absolutely. By insurance, effectively outlawing for most Americans, the ability to own a firearm. Looking to do it in New York State, looking to do it in California, other states around the coast, uh, mostly the East Coast, make it functionally impossible to own 
a firearm. How much would it cost under this guy's proposal? They're estimates million between fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars a year, just to protect themselves. So we will have in this country, if this thing passes in New York and other states, a means test for the exercise of a constitutional privilege. So turn a right into a privilege, and say um, firearms owners will now be a target for criminals mm -hmm. in this way. Will a criminal say, oh, he had a gun, um, even if I don't get his property, even if I don't assault him, if he assaults me with that firearm, then I will collect the million dollar yeah. lottery from this guy or gal who was trying to defend himself. This is an effort to deter the ownership sure. of firearms. To call it anything else is a joke. You know, if it were to pass, and it won't, this year it's one million, Five years, it's ten million, and then nobody has guns. Here's well, exactly, and that's ultimately what it comes down to: is, is the idea is they want to make it cost prohibitive for people to own guns, right? So think about that: twelve to fifteen hundred dollars a year. So that's what we're talking about: a hundred dollars a month just to own a firearm. Now, there are a lot of people in low-income communities who simply cannot afford an additional hundred dollars a month, so they have two choices: one, they can uh, not own a firearm. And uh, they can be uh, they can be potential victims. They can be living in communities where you and I both know that they need to possess the ability to be able to defend themselves because chances are law enforcement is at the very least minutes away when seconds matter. Or the other option is that they just buy a gun off the street. They buy the firearm illegally uh, and thus become criminals all because they want to exercise their right that is noted, that is there, enumerated in the Constitution, which is the right to bear arms. Now, I have a little confession to make. That video, that commentary was actually from 2013 because the same exact bill, same exact language was introduced back in 2013. So this is not a new idea. This is not the first time that this idea has come up. But interestingly, it has never, ever, ever become law. Now, here's one of the, uh, here's one of the reasons why. So let's check, out, uh, let's check out the legislation. Let's check out actually the some of the language of the bill real quick. So here I want you to note, and here I'll read to you some of the language. It says, firearm owners, insurance policies, any person in this state who shall own a firearm shall, prior to such ownership, obtain and continuously maintain, meaning if you own one now, you're going to have to continuously maintain a policy of liability, per, liability insurance in an amount not less than $1 million, specifically covering any damages resulting from any negligent or willful acts involving the use of such of such firearm while it is while it is owned by such person failure to maintain such insurance shall result in the immediate revocation of such owner's registration license and other privilege to own such firearm now i want you to catch that real quick notice that section right there in red where it says privilege to own such firearm so there's a couple of areas here where this thing is just going to be, D where I believe it's going to be DOA, just like the bill before, because the bill before never made it out of committee. And once again, a Democrat anti-gun controlled uh, New York state legislature. And here's the reason why. Number one, 
you cannot insure against a willful act. You cannot, if someone intentionally does something wrong, you cannot provide, you just, you cannot provide insurance for that. It simply cannot be done. So that in and of itself is, is going, that in and of itself is, is, could potentially be a, a, a death or should be a death nail. Uh, in fact, the ones who have killed these measures in the past, all of these measures that have been introduced, there was one here introduced here in California, Assembly Bill 2459 by Assemblyman McCarty, which would have required uh, similar type liability on, uh, on retailers for the firearms that they sold, right? But the problem is, is that, is, number one, insurance companies don't offer these policies, is number one. So you have a part insurance product that no one offers. So if no one offers it, you cannot buy it. If you cannot buy it, then you cannot own a gun. So there, there, there's issue number one. Number two, there's a legal issue with once again the ability to be able to insure against against uh, against a willful act. But also the number one folks who fought against these are the insurance companies. Now we're not talking about the gun industry which is a hated industry. And not to say that the insurance industry, they're big fans of the insurance industry, but the insurance industry is, has, been, has in large part been able to, to, to fight against this stuff. Number one, because, well, they, they've got the legal grounds. Number two, they, you know, they've got the resources. You know, trust me, insurance companies got resources. You know that. But, and, and to a certain degree, in particular, even in states that are controlled majority by anti-business, anti-gun uh, legislatures, they still, to a certain degree, listen to what companies, insurance companies have to say because, well, once again, insurance companies are like all these other corporations. Quite frankly, if they can be anti-gun, uh, they probably would be. Uh, but in this particular case, they're not trying to get all up in the middle of this because it is bad business for them. Mainly because they don't want to, you don't want to have be, be uh, required to insure against uh, once again, willful or 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 uh, willful acts. Now, the other thing had to do with that one little piece of the language, and I'll I'll pop it up there again and let you see it because I want you to see it because I had it highlighted in red. Privilege to own such firearm. Privilege to own. Privilege. 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 I think you're getting the point here. Privilege. The thing is, is that they see, once again, the right to own a firearm as a privilege. The bill, in and of itself, the language in the bill takes, takes the ability to own a firearm from being a right to being a privilege. And that works directly against, you know, one, just let's just say the Constitution, the right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. But it also goes against the Supreme Court ruling in Heller and the Supreme Court ruling in McDonald. So we have Supreme Court precedent that will tell you that it's a right. And as a right, you can't just take it away. Now they're going to say, well, that's reasonable regulation. Well, how is it reasonable regulation? You're requiring people to buy an insurance product that doesn't exist. And if it did exist... Most people wouldn't be able to afford it. I won't say most, many. I don't know if most people can afford $100 a month in order to be able to own a firearm. I don't know. If, I, can't, I, know I, I cannot say most if I don't know most, but I do know many. 
I do know that there are many people out there who who purchased a firearm for self defense. Who, man, if they had to drop a hundred to fifteen hundred, or as the or as the the guy the, you know the guy was saying there from uh, from Fox News, uh, you know if it starts at a million, it's going to go up. And if the cost of the insurance goes up, or the, if the amount of the insurance goes up, guess what also goes up? The premium goes up. And as that premium goes up, more and more people are going to be priced out of the ability to be able to exercise their right. Now, what's funny to me is these are the same exact people who say it is too cumbersome and it is it is too uh, 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 co- it costs too much to be able to go and get an ID in order to be able to vote. But somehow, in order in, in order to exercise the constitutional right to keep and bear arms, well, a hundred, two hundred, three hundred dollars a month, well, that's that's no big deal. No problem there. I I don't get that. I don't get how that how exactly that makes sense. Anyway, all that having been said. Uh, here's what we need you to do, folks. We need you guys to take action. Let the folks in New York, let Mr. Parker uh, know, once again, this is just another bonehead idea uh, that, in fact, is going to go down in flames, should go down in flames. And that, uh, you know, you cannot tax rice. Because in essence, because understand this, there's also the idea, there's also people out there pushing pushing taxes on ammunition, they're pushing taxes on firearms. This, All of this amounts to nothing more than a poll tax. That's all it is. They want to make sure that you, that you don't have the ability to exercise your constitutional rights because, well, it's a right that they don't like. And all right, folks, that's going to be it for today's Coffee with Craig. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for telling your friends about the Firearms Policy Coalition. We are the home in the fight for civil rights. Got to use them or you're going to lose them. You guys take care.